Kathy Lee and Company. I am so excited to welcome to Kathy Lee and Company maybe my all-time favorite gentleman in this business. There is nothing he can't do. He's a Tony winner, an Oscar nominee, a three-time Emmy winner. And I don't love him just for his pecs and his great acting ability and his, his incredible singing. He happens to be one of the sweetest, nicest people I've ever been privileged to know. Hugh Jackman, I am delighted you are here. I'm happy for you to continue there. <laughs> I only have about 15... introductions I've ever had. I have 15 minutes with you. Shall I continue? <laughs> <laughs> yes, carry on. Kathy Lee and Company. Download a brand new episode every week at podcastone.com. The following program is a podcastone.com production. Do you know what this is? It's stimulating, mind expanding, the in thing. It's the hula hoop of the jet generation. Podcastone.com presents celebs, pop culture, fashion. No one gets to tell me not to curse. Oh, and some of that, too. This is Brandy Glanville, unfiltered. Now, here's Brandy Glanville. Hello, people. Hello. I like to say hello, people. Hello, can you go? What's going on today? Art, are we taking calls? We are going to take some telephone calls from your uh, fans or... <laughs> not so much. <laughs> not so much fans. It'll just, a, uh, just a few minutes here after we get past some business. Okay. I'm, I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie to you, but uh, it is what it is. Well, I- last time we did this, I was looking for haters. And I was really kind of disappointed by the fact that we didn't get a whole lot of haters. Today might be a completely different scenario. Today will be different. I promise you that. Unfortunately, I am the newest racist on the planet, I guess. I'm just not, but it seems to be what everyone's talking about. Um, So I think we'll get a little bit of that, and hopefully they can see that I am sorry, and I didn't mean it to be what it's turned out to be. Also, very quick, I don't want to forget to thank this week's advertisers for coming on the show. Hulu Plus, as always. HuluPlus.com slash Brandy with an I. HuluPlus.com slash B-R-A-N-D-I to get your free two-week trial of Hulu Plus and support the show. Also, Trojan Condoms coming on the show this week. I've used Trojans my whole life. You don't... (laughs) It's too much. Anyway. You know what's so funny to me is the fact that uh, you can say what you said, and then you can also apologize for saying what you said, and the weight in value is completely disproportionate. And you can say I'm sorry and, and be sincere and genuine about it as many times as you possibly can get it out of your mouth, and it, yet it will never live up to the stupid thing you said while you were drunk. It's true. I actually wasn't drunk at that point. Um <laughs> sadly but look at you see this is the honesty that i'm talking about that i've referenced in previous episodes even if you were drunk the fact that you weren't and you're <laughs> willing to admit the fact that you weren't i think is a testament to who you are as a human being it, it's just my sense of humor and it's unfortunate but you know i guess they pick and choose what makes them mad they kind of do yeah and then once someone sees that someone else has chosen something to make them angry, that, it makes them angry. It's, it's a crowd mentality. It's a good time. I'll tell you that. I, you know, cried a couple tell, times. Tell me about the good times that you're having. Um, I have a little headache. I have a giant zit on my chin. I just didn't expect for this to be this big of a deal. And that's the honest truth. I joke inappropriately constantly and it's not like you're on the show every week being a saint no i mean people this is my third season they've seen my inappropriateness i mean this is the first time in three years that it seems to have bothered everyone um i'm at some point i'm gonna stop saying sorry i am i'm I'm gonna say sorry and i'm gonna say i'm done saying sorry now i apologize and i'm gonna move forward that's what you have to do i mean learning 
how to be a human being and growing up in my household, one of the most important things that my mom taught me was when you make a mistake, to recognize the mistake, forgive yourself, don't make the mistake again, and then move on because that's all you can do. Otherwise, you're wallowing in, in, in creating something that it needs to be much less attended to than it really is. Well, I remember when Nick Prugo was here from the Bling Ring, um, I told him, I said, listen, everyone wants to talk about it. You said you're sorry. You, you did your time. Now move forward. And I really believe that if you're truly remorseful and you say sorry, you get to move forward. And I told him that. And that's how I hope it's working out for him. But that's how I really feel. I say sorry, move forward. And that's what I'm teaching my kids. You own what you do. You say you're sorry. You mean it. And then after some punishment, you get to move forward. There are people in this world that would take the situation that you're in and just either completely not acknowledge it and pretend it doesn't exist, or they would come back and say, I didn't do that. That didn't happen. That's that's all in editing. And that's not how you're approaching this. You're owning up to your responsibilities. And that's all anybody could ever ask for as a human being is to be responsible for who you are and the things that you say. That's where respect lies, in my opinion. Well, thank you, Art. I respect your opinion. It's just, you know, it's unfortunately we all have different opinions. So deep breaths. I was thinking, do I go dark? Do I not go on social media? Do I not call Andy's show, even though he asked me to? And I really thought if I do that, it's like admitting that I am guilty of something that I'm definitely not guilty of. So I didn't do that. I definitely put myself out there. And, you know, it's you're still going to have reaction and some bad press and whatnot it's you know nothing there's nothing i can do about it but you're facing it head on yeah and you're being an adult about it and you're setting an example more than anything you know actions always speak louder than words i agree i hate when people say oh well editing you just don't know with editing you, you know i just it is what it is it happened it was unfortunate i thought it was funny at the time i seriously don't think it's funny now i will not make that joke again I plan on being inappropriate for the rest of my life. Well, good. <laughs> I don't want you to change who you are. I can't. I don't want this social media to censor who I am, although I feel like it is somewhat already, but I'm really, I'm trying to be strong, trying to take it head on and just deal with it. And it's not easy. There is something to be said, I think, for having an outlet like this podcast where you can come on and express in kind of a long form how you're really feeling about it, whereas you wouldn't have necessarily had this a year ago if something like this have aired and you don't know what people would have done with it. No, it's absolutely true. I feel very lucky to have this outlet. It's amazing and I can get my voice out there and I can, you know, say sorry again, speak my truth and I don't know how many people are listening to this now. I mean, you would know better than I am, but you know, it definitely makes me feel a little better. And the only person you can blame around here for editing is me. Art <laughs> Art Web is is the problem. <laughs> so if you sound terrible or say horrible things, just blame me. Yes. It's my fault. I'm going to. Uh, speaking of the show and negative opinions of the show, I got a, a tweet a couple weeks back from a nice young lady by the name of Jacqueline. She's a big fan of the show. She loves the podcast. Capital L, capital O, capital V, capital E. But she says that we have to change the music as it sounds like a 90s news broadcast. I love the 90s. I love the 90s, too. I'm, I'm still living in the 90s. Cherry pie. Exactly She's right. my cherry pie. <laughs> I like the music of the show. I happen to like uh, the 90s news. I don't think it sounds it's, like a 90s news broadcast. I don't know where she gets that from. You have to like it. But I think it sounds good. I think it is a nice kind of solid theme that people are starting to resonate with. Do, do we have any options? I mean, do we have music options? We do options? have options. And that's the thing is I brought in some other okay. music pieces that we might be able to use in case this is the vast majority of the audience that agrees with her and thinks okay. that the music just blows. All right. Give it to me. So I got some things here that we can kind of check out and talk about and see if you like them. It's your show, after all. And if any of these... Show. 
can't, well, it's your show, you know. It's ours. Your name's on the thing. But if any of these stand out to you and you happen to like them, then maybe we'll, we'll switch it out and uh, who knows? We're very loose around here. Anything could happen. <laughs> these are very <laughs> weird names, by the way. This one is called Hammer Time. It has nothing to do with MC Hammer, but uh, that's what they called it. What do you think of this? It's kind of gangster fabulous. What does gangster fabulous mean? Because it's like, I, I feel like it's about to be like Rick Ross. Do you know who that is? Oh, of course I know who Rick Ross is. Oh, 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 <laughs> Comparatively, the stuff we have is Bach. I really am in light. I like our stuff. Uh, this one is called Swing At It. <laughs> oh. Interesting. This is 90s. Hey, everybody. It's Brandy. Hi. Hi, everybody. How are you? No, this is too sweet for me. Yep, it sucks. Not good. See, people want something different. None of this is capturing the energy or the vibe of the show. I think what we have is good. Honestly, I'm so used to it. I need like repetition. I think changing now is not a good idea Consistency for Consistency is, uh, is key. It's like when you go to McDonald's, you expect to get a McDonald's hamburger. You don't expect it to taste like anything no, else. No, I it's don't comfort. want anything new. And McRib, I don't even, I'm not even down with McRib. And I know it's only a few times a year because it's not all the time. I don't eat McRibs. Well, they freak I mean, me out. <laughs> it's is, it is a little creepy. Pressed meat. I, I don't eat them either, but I do. I, I will tell you, I like the holiday pie. It's only once a year, and I like it. I do like that thing. Get holiday that pie is good. This one is called the anthem. That's awfully uh, <laughs> no. pontificating. That's a big word. Whoa! Wow! Yeah, the Listen! I feel like we should start doing like aerobics with headbands on. Or ecstasy. <laughs> Not the no. Yeah, no. No. This one is called The Killing. That sounds oh, pretty Oh, that's good. That's, I already like the name. Yeah. Oh, this one got John Bon Jovi. Oh, yes. No. I'm getting a headache already. Uh, yeah, I'm having enough of that. One more here. This one is called Tread Slowly. I, I'm just not <laughs> feeling any of these. <laughs> the title alone is definitely not in tune with our podcast. Poppin' mollies, poppin' mollies, poppin' mollies, poppin' mollies. Models and bottles, models and bottles. No, that's a big no. Yeah, I like what we have. Yeah, I think we're good. I think we have a nice, consistent, well-rounded <laughs> piece of music. By the way, if there's any listeners out there that does music production or anything like that, I think it would be kind of cool. Do, I think you meant that do music production. The do, you're right. Yeah. Listen to me. I know. I, I'm really bad at writing, but I can speak amazingly. You speak beautifully. <laughs> you speak so gorgeous. <laughs> Thank you. Almost as gorgeous as the things in your shirt. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Creepy. Yeah. Hey, by the way, you have some news that we didn't touch on last week that I meant to touch on. There's a film that Sony oh. just picked up the rights to that you will have coming out next year, potentially. Yes. It's so exciting. I watched the trailer. Did you? Yes, oh, yes I, I did. You know, they had a screening and it was at UTA and I got lost trying to get to it. And I was so bummed because we had such a great time making it. Jamie Kennedy was awesome. He was there and it's rated R. So clearly I got to cuss a lot. You don't know what they're going to leave in, what they're not going to leave in. But it was really, really fun. Everyone was so nice on the film. All those guys were my boyfriends for the day. 
And we had a great – Camille, Kyle are both in it. Um, I've never been on a movie set like that where – it, it was everyone was nice and there was no stress and it was fun. You know what I liked about it? Uh, it's a spoof movie. It's called The Hungover Games and it's one of those movies they take current trends and genres and they kind of just make fun of them. I'm a fan of the spoof airplane. I really like The Naked Gun. All those old you know, I agree. Spoof movies. I agree. Even Scream. I'm a fan of Scream. I'm not gonna lie. The stuff that has come out in that genre over the past date movie, all of the scary movie franchise films, they don't have a level of tongue in cheek and wit to them that I picked up on in this trailer that made me excited well i actually find jamie kennedy very funny it's not actually i might do i find him very funny and i wouldn't say that about all those spoof movies jamie kennedy's really funny and he just knows how to get people to laugh and he's he was there he was on set the whole time hands-on and i think when you have um a producer who's there and hands-on who's a comedian he knows what the joke should be. The movie looks really fun. Basically, they're taking the Hangover franchise and the Hunger Games franchise and smashing them together into this weird, ultra-reality, trippy characters from different films showing up, killing each other, or drinking. I don't even know what's going on. It looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, there's a naked girl scene, too. Exciting for a lot of guys. It's like they got married, and now they've birthed this odd little child. And Sony Worldwide Pictures picked it up, so that's a big deal. If Sony's picking up your film, you know it's going to be a hit. I'm really excited for you, and I think that uh, it could be a big hit for you in the summer. It's just <laughs> a fun date movie. It was a really fun day of shooting, and hopefully if I get one line in, I'll be very happy. Oh, I'm sure you'll get more than one line in. You never know. Uh, all right, let's talk, to, uh, let's talk to some folks here. Okay. Hello? Hello. Hello, it's Brandy. How are you? Oh, who, who are you? I love you. Oh, are you sure? Yes, I'm Carrie, and I'm calling from Minnesota, and you had me spitting out my Diet Coke. Love, love, love you. Oh, thank God. I was like, I'm very worried about these phone calls today. Oh, my God, oh. not at all. I have a very friendly question. Yes. I loved your book, Drinking and Tweeting. I already pre-ordered the second one. And I was curious. You said that you got lost in Target a lot after you had the babies and everything. And I was just wondering, what are three things that you always have to buy every single time you go to Target? Well, I go... That's a great question. I, I actually buy everything because I, I cannot get out of there for more than like 300 bucks. It's just annoying. <laughs> but every time I'm there, I buy white towels and it's the home section and they're $3 each because... We ruin them. I mean, the dogs pee on them. I throw them away. I don't know why. I just feel like I'm always in need of towels, which it could be an OCD thing because I'm really not. And I also go to the vitamins. I always get gummy vitamins. We have like 18 boxes of gummy vitamins at my house for my children. Um, <laughs> and then what else do I always get? There? Oh, the, you know, I always go to the holiday section. And we definitely buy toys every time we're there because my children are negotiators. And even if I say we're not getting anything. Don't even ask. I leave there with somehow owing them money and they have three toys each and it's a nightmare. <laughs> I, I also buy those tank tops, those Mossimo, um, like wife beater, I, wife beater. I'm not even allowed to say that word, but those wife beater tank tops. In those are awesome. I buy them every time I go. I think I have like a hundred of them. Oh my God, that is so awesome. I can't believe it's that to be you. <laughs> oh, thank you. I thought, I was like, I'm so nervous. Thank you for being nice to me. Oh my God, you have so many fans out there that love you and just haters are going to hate. Just keep on standing tall and just be yourself because that's why all my girlfriends watch. We watch for you. We love you and we wish you nothing but the very best. Oh my God, I love you back. <laughs> oh, thank you. It was so nice to yeah, talk to you. Yeah, have a great day. Are you too, babe? Bye. Bye. I love her. She was great. She had such high energy. She's so, she was so positive. She, yes, but that's rare. I was really prepping myself for something negative, so... <laughs> 
I want to be best friends with her. Let's talk to another one. Okay. Hello, this is Brandy. Who is this? Hi, Brandy. It's Madeline. Hi, Madeline. How are you? Oh, my gosh. I'm great. I cannot believe I'm talking to you. Oh, why? Well, I am a huge fan, and I definitely think you're my favorite housewife, and I just want to tell you, too, that I loved your book. Oh, thank you so much. It was definitely... um a hard, a hard, it's hard for me to read it back now, and I don't generally, but when I was writing the second book, I had to read the first one back just to get my mind kind of like I was there and now I'm in a better place because sometimes it's easy to keep feeling sorry for yourself, and I'm trying not to do that anymore. Well, I really appreciated your honesty, and I really admired the fact that you talked about like your real life. You actually used people's names and gave real examples, and it just seemed a lot more authentic to me as a reader. So I just wanted to tell you that I really appreciate that, and I just I just feel like you're just so relatable to so many women because of kind of what you've been through, and it's something that I think so many women can relate to and, you know, identify with. I think it crosses genders, actually. I think men or women can relate to what you've been through. I think it's true, but I think it's different for women because we, we tend to be a little embarrassed. Like, I think men move on much quicker. I think that around where I used to live, women were like, it was like hush, hush, sweeping under the mat. And I was a fighter. And I think that I feel like I'm fighting every scorned woman that's ever been cheated on. I'm fighting the fight for them. And I just feel like I have to tell the truth. I have to be honest. And I don't want anyone to feel bad about, you know, what they've gone through because this is where I've come from and this is what I've gone through. And I really just want to help people not feel like they're in this by themselves. Well, and I I think you really have. And I was just wondering, you know, it says in your book, too, about how some of your friends have, like, when you were going through that, how some of your friends, you know, kind of dropped you or whatever when you were going through this bad situation. And that's something that has happened to me in the past, too. And I found that that, in some ways, is so much even more hurtful, like the aftermath. I agree with you. Yeah. And so that was kind of my question for you is like, besides sort of, you know, when it is a female friend that you just love so much, and then something like that happens... Sometimes I think that can almost be harder to cope with in some ways. Do you think so I, too, I so agree with you. It's worse than losing. You You need your support system, but it's it's worse. It's almost like having a breakup happen all over again. And you just can't believe this person that you've stood there and been there for. And, you know, they're with you when you're happy and you can give advice. But the second you're on a low, they can't handle it and they have to go. And it's like I stayed in bed for three days. I, 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 when my friend's like, I just can't handle the drama. I have, I can't, I, we need to take a break. And I'm like, are you joking? I'm, I was just like, I Don't need you think to- in a way that it's almost like you, in some cynical way, you almost expect it more from a man, but it hurts worse when a friend drops you because you don't expect that. You because know? you didn't do anything to deserve it. That's the, that's the situation. Right. I mean, friends are supposed to be there. And my, and I do have the best girlfriends and there was a few that, you know, couldn't handle the heat and it still breaks my heart and when I hear people talking about them I you know I get a lump in my throat and I I do miss them still but you know they weren't if they weren't there for me at the time when I was in my lowest they don't get to be around me now when I'm happy again well thank you so much I'm so glad to hear you're happy and like I said I'm a huge fan I just can't believe we're on the phone so thank you (laughs) thank you Madeline you have a really pretty voice have a good day thank you too bye. bye I love, like, I call them my Twitter friends, but it's the people that don't know me 
that just want to spew hate that I can't. We have time for one more, and then we have to get to our guest. Uh, the, the lovely ladies of Ask Women are in here, but I want to do one more here with you before okay. we... Uh, and then I have to use the restroom, Mark. Okay. Right. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. Thank you. Hey, this is Brandy. What's your name? My name is Heather. Hi, Heather. How are you? Good. How are you, Brandy? It's kind of a rough day for me, but um, I'm trying to get through it the best I can. Hey, you get past today and there's tomorrow, so you just keep moving forward, right? Oh, see, another positive person. This yes, is great. I'm, try- I'm trying. Right. My question may be a bit of a downer. Um, okay. Here I am sitting at work listening to you. I'm supposed to be working, and I've got you <laughs> on my computer. But in love and relationships, I'm curious if you think that in your life you may have one soulmate and there may be other relationships, but there's just really that one relationship that clicks that you can never get back to that same type of relationship, no matter how hard you try, or My, do you me, believe that? I don't. I honestly think that maybe we're meant to have, you know, multiple soulmates in our lives, and maybe relationships are meant to have, you know, maybe they're 10 years, maybe they're 20 years, maybe they're 15 years. We're constantly evolving and changing as human beings. So to say that the one person that you're with when you're 23 isn't changing too and is still going to be your soulmate at 35 when you've both come such a long way, I don't think that's necessarily true. And I have hope that, you know, I date and I haven't met my soulmate yet, another one, but I believe there are multiple ones out there. Okay, that's where I agree with you too. I think there's too bad we just can't take all of these great aspects that we've had from the relationships and like make this Superman that, you know, it's really No, of course and I, and I really think that love is not the same every time. It's so if you're looking for the exact same experience you had the first time I've experienced love since Eddie, it's been different. Love is not the same the second time around. It hasn't been a life-changing soulmate love, but I've experienced love with a couple different people and they're in my life still and I love them, but they're not the ones. But I'm not looking, I'm realizing that each relationship is different and they're each going to bring something new that I haven't felt for in the past. I mean, if we're talking first love, you're never going to get the first love back, but you don't want it. You don't know who you were right. exactly at that time. And it's always going to be a little different. So if you're looking to replicate something that you've in your head, you've made out to be the ultimate, it's not going to happen. We have to be right. accepting of the fact that love is always different. I agree with you. That's where, for lack of a better term, almost like chasing a dragon to an extent. Absolutely. People get I, in I, their mind that they think that they have to have the same expectations out of each relationship and you kind of back yourself into a corner and maybe not let that person be who they really might be, which is even better than what you thought. So I agree with you. Yay. Oh, good. Thank you. I agree with you so much. It's true. Some friends are like, well, he doesn't compare to this person. I'm like, but do you remember the horrible negative things that person did to you? You're, you're making this guy into this amazing preacher that sh- on you and you, you're wanting to find exactly. that again. <laughs> Not a great exactly. call. We seem to do that. We see all the good stuff after, after we're fact. removed from the situation. Right. Exactly. No, but you got, you got to remember the good. The and the, oh, thank you, love. I'm sorry I interrupted um, you. Oh, no, no. I interrupt people all the time. It's a problem I have. But Art is telling me we have to go off the phone. But I really appreciate your call. Okay. And it was so good to talk to you. And have a beautiful day. Okay, I'll be watching you. Bye, Randy. Bye, bye. I hate to interrupt this great set of phone calls. I really wish we could go on, but we have to get the ladies of Ask Women, and you, you have to use the restroom. Did you say Ask Women or Ask? ask I'm ask just women. joking. Ask I'm going to use the restroom. Bye. Okay. We'll be right back.
Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. We'll return in a minute. Trojan Man. So, what do you think? Well, new Trojan Pure Ecstasy condoms are so smooth, it feels like nothing's there. Nothing there. But Trojan Supra Bearskin is America's thinnest non-latex condom. Supra thin. Of course, the Trojan Pleasure Pack has four varieties of condoms. We could try them all. All of them? All night long. So many stimulating condoms, all triple tested for quality. All from the maker of Trojan, America's number one most trusted condom brand. Trusted brand. You've probably tried Hulu.com. Hulu Plus is so much more. With Hulu Plus, you can watch your favorite shows anytime, anywhere. Watch thousands of hit shows and movies in your living room or on the go with your smartphone or tablet. With Hulu Plus, you can watch your favorite TV shows like New Girl, Once Upon a Time, Dancing with the Stars, and Scandal. Watch every episode of shows like The Good Wife, Law & Order, Desperate Housewives, and Grey's Anatomy. You can also check out exclusive content including Hulu originals like The Wrong Mans and Behind the Mask, Hulu's new docuseries that takes you inside the world of sports mascots. You can also get access to a collection of ad-free movies and kids' content. For only $7.99 a month, catch up on current shows, binge on old favorites, or catch a great movie. Stream as many movies and TV shows as you want, wherever you want, whenever you want. Right now, you can try Hulu Plus for free for two weeks when you go to Hulu HuluPlus.com slash Brandy. That's a special offer for my new listeners. Make sure you use HuluPlus.com slash Brandy so you get the extended free trial and they know who sent you. Go to HuluPlus.com slash Brandy right now for your extended two-week trial. This is an important announcement for anyone with a student loan who is having trouble making their monthly payments. If that's you, pay attention because there's a special toll-free hotline that has been set up especially for you. So grab a pen and take this number down or put it in your cell phone. 1-800-652-3707. That's 1-800-652-3707. When you call the National Student Loan Relief Hotline, you will get free information. That's free information to help you relieve the overwhelming financial burden of an ongoing endless student loan. If you are behind, late on payments, or even in default of your student loan, the National Student Loan Relief Hotline can help you. You may also be able to cut your payments in half right away. The National Student Loan Relief Hotline can also stop the harassing phone calls, wage garnishments, and even remove tax liens. The National Student Loan Relief Partner Companies have helped thousands of people just like you fix their student loan problem. Call 1-800-652-3707 for free information today. That's 1-800-652-3707. You're listening to Brandy Glanville, unfiltered. Unfiltered. Welcome back to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. I'm sitting here with two really pretty women that have their own podcast here on Podcast One. It's called Ask Women. And tell us about yourselves. Well, tell us your I know we're both going first. in silence. Who should go first? Marnie, go. So to each other. Marnie, go. Um, yeah, we have a podcast called Ask Women Podcast. And most often it is for men to be educated on women. But we also <laughs> advise women and help women. Because I, I believe that to really understand relationships and partnerships with men, whether you're going to like screw them in the bathroom or have a long-term <laughs> relationship or go to whatever it is, you have to understand who yourself you're working first. with and yourself first, 100%. But like, I think that us giving the insight into men about how women work and then having women listen to our show and also give the insight to men is really beneficial for everybody because it bridges the gap in communication between the sexes. I see that you have a wedding ring on. So, I do. Yeah. So are you a professional? Like, tell me about your, I mean, I'm interested in your marriage. Does he ever think like, oh God, she's analyzing me right now. 
Oh, all the time. He's like, what are you doing? What are you testing? Like, I'm just writing down some notes for my show. Well, I used to ask my husband to go to singles mixers with me to speed dating <laughs> events. Like my friends hated me at a point because I would literally, if they were doing online dating, I would strap a camera to their head to see how they were using oh, online because I wanted to relay the information to men because right. I've been a wing girl for 10 years. We've been doing this podcast for about a year now, but um, my, my relationship with my husband has only grown stronger since I've been doing this work because he knows because I that get men. You, yeah he knows that you get him and yeah do you oh, let's get to introducing you too yeah, yeah, before first, I, yeah. so. i'm not a i'm not a wing girl but I, <laughs> i'm i'm a comic and and stuff so i actually learn a lot from marnie so i, I think i give a little bit more of the novice perspective of like i haven't studied you're the men. single girl without the ring on <laughs> well i'm unfortunately not single <laughs> yeah. oh, unfortunately. I yeah well i have like a thing with relationships <laughs> it's interesting because i don't want to be in a relationship but i've been in a relationship for like over five years so i have this is he aware of this does he listen (laughs) to he's quite aware (laughs) he's very aware it's weird i've always been that way where i've always wanted to be this kind of independent doing my own thing Mm -hmm. but the thing is like him and i connect so well that i really don't have a choice you know i'm like well i guess you have a choice stuck but the thing is we enjoy each other you love each other we love each other you're in denial yeah totally like yeah i because i always pictured myself like i want to be in manhattan like doing stand-up and yeah and I don't want to be like living like a little house. Tied down. Yeah. No so picket he's fence. aware of that. He's totally aware of that. But at the same time, I'm really, you know, I, I won't find him elsewhere. So There's no on. reason to leave. Yeah. So. So <laughs> complete denial. How do you. Do I know. Seriously. Well, it, it gives a good balance. It's really yeah. interesting. Because I'm like, she's so. You're the opposite. You're like a dude. That's this. Is yeah. yeah. Dudes feel. Exactly. And it's really strange because I feel like it emasculates him a little bit. And I think he's gotten. <laughs> Just a bit. I think it's taken Just about five he years. He has no balls. Basically. For him to kind of go, oh, okay, this is who she is. And like, I kind of have to start accepting this if I really want to be together. But then I do feel like the jerk. Yeah, you are. Yeah. But and I'm, I'm like, I can't you go that... hang out with your friends and, and do something? Exactly. Stop <laughs> yeah. latching onto me. Exactly. Is, it, is your dick bigger than his? Um, by about four inches. Yeah. Okay. But I haven't measured exactly. Okay. I was, I was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an asshole in general. I'm just letting you know. And totally. I, I love it. I am similar to you in that as now that I'm single, I have to have control in the relationships and I have to say when we are actually a couple or not. Right. And as long as I don't say we're not a couple, I can do whatever I want because I'm traveling and I'm doing fun things and I don't want to, I'm actually afraid to tell somebody that we're in a relationship again because I'm afraid that he's going to cheat on me again. Really? Because the once, yeah, once you shut that birdcage, I don't know, once you put that on paper, then they want to seem to flee. So I like to, like you, just kind of keep it open and well, be in denial. It's really right, interesting, right. actually. So today we have on our podcast, after we yes. recorded it, we have um, David Boos or Bus. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. It's Boos. Boos. On our show. And he yeah, is, he is. Um, the author of The Evolution of Desire. He's a professor at the University of Texas. He's, he's extremely intelligent, but he wrote this book on the evolutionary and biological reasons as to why women and men are attracted to each other. And one other thing he does discusses about is about cheating and why evolutionary and biologically we do those things yeah exactly and and from his perspective and in my perspective as well i think what happens in a lot of relationships is that we forget to court one another and forget to play the masculine role and feminine role once we get deeper into a relationship you become and, a unit instead of two different 
Exactly. And even like partners, you forget how to be partners and still maintain your, it doesn't mean that like a woman has to clean the house and the man has to do this, no, no. but you have to take your own roles on and still like a man has to play into a woman's femininity and vice versa. And I think once relationships stop doing that, right. that's when it goes to shit. Like, and that's where cheating comes from because they stop viewing the other person as being attractive. No, I tell my girlfriends, I say, yeah. Get out of your gym clothes. Put some mascara yeah. on. He loves you. Yes, you have three children. Yes, but you have to try a little bit. But even more you so to, to that, that's wonderful to do. Like aesthetically, that's wonderful. But what men need most is to be appreciated. True. Wor- the and a little ego stroking goes a long mm-hmm. way. Absolutely. But they're also such visual creatures. They oh, yeah. fell in love with this gorgeous woman that tried for them a little bit. And after three children, she's kids are hard. Right. And she's tired and she's not trying anymore. And I tell my friends, even I go, you know what? Get dressed. Let him see you look fancy. Go out with your girlfriends. Look amazing. Leave him there wanting you, wondering what you're doing. You have to still see, ignite that. Yeah. that jealousy, that little fire. Or, you know, go out and flirt with him. Don't do anything bad. Yeah, exactly. Flirt. Get that energy. Feel your sexy. So there's this therapist that I was listening to. I think this was five years ago. It was on NPR. And she was like 75. And she was a sexual <laughs> therapist. And she's like, you know what? I go she's out. the kind of therapist I'd want to see. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who would make you totally comfortable. Yes. Or actually, really uncomfortable because she'd be talking about sex and you'd just be like oh, you don't, oh, you don't the do entire sex time. Talk. no I can but I'm just like she, I'm she's totally like weird this in a ball the entire time yeah. squirming mm-hmm. but she was talking about flirting with uh, other people and she's like oh my god I love flirting I don't know why p- people put limitations so on healthy. flirting go out do it she's like I do it yeah. she's like that's how you build up your energy that's where your femininity comes honestly, from honestly I feel the most attracted to my boyfriend when I he, he doesn't tell he's not out there he's not a very social guy but he's very handsome and like if he comes back and says like some oh this girl at the gym right i love it i'm not i i'm not as attracted to him <laughs> All throughout the year, as I am <laughs> at that moment, because it makes him desire. Like I know yeah. he's desired and valued, and then I go, oh, "Okay, I've got something," and like that, this bitch doesn't. I, yeah, no, I think yeah. that we all get like that. I know yeah. when I'm out with my boyfriend or on a date, and he sees the other guys checking me out, he's much more like, hey, "Oh, baby, yeah, what's going?" I mean, even though we broke up, he's not really my boyfriend. <laughs> I never gave him that title, but he's like all over me, and vice versa. When I see he's annoying, I see him getting attention from girls. <laughs> I'm like, "Hold my hand, damn it." Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's, you want your partner to be wanted, but to be able to say, no, yeah. I'm just for you. Right. And then I feel extra special. Exactly. Because it's like, she definitely, like, I would never, you yeah. know, like, she's not you. Yeah. And but also, like, oh. you, you want to feel wanted by your partner, too. Absolutely. Like, not just because somebody else wants them. And I, I think that that's, a lot of what gets forgotten in relationships, how to want your partner still, because there's like all this tension that gets created. You have animosity towards the other person. There's things that happen. Bills, in the houses, kids. Yeah, exactly. Life is it's, happening it's around hard. you. hard. But I will say that like I've been, I've been, I have had my company, the wing girl method for about 10 years now where I teach men how to understand women from all over That's the world. Awesome. I work with hundreds of thousands of men. Um, and I've learned so much about men in that past 10 years. It's really helped me within my own marriage to a point we're like we over communicate within our marriage <laughs> which sucks sometimes yeah but it's so essential and it helps us keep wanting each other keep even if we get sexy. into those phases you gotta keep it sexy yeah. it's crazy and i tell my friends yeah that, I mean, there's gonna be lulls and oh, ebbs sure. and flows and you know you just have to remember where how you met in the first place what kept you attracted to that person and try to to reignite that and i tell my friends just you know do something out of the ordinary maybe where if, if you're not used to wearing lingerie, put some lingerie on and he's coming back, you come to the house and you're cooking lingerie and you have a nanny for the night. Yeah. And 
fine. You're having fun. But I had I now am an official wing woman to all my Ooh. male friends, which are completely like desensitized and ruined because of online dating. Really? Yes. They date different girls every night of oh. the week. And they're all catches and they're all great guys and like my best friends. But not there's no one woman that will ever be good enough for them because there's too many choices. Yeah, of course. So what what do we do with these guys? I need to help them. What do you do with those guys? You 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 let them enjoy themselves. Listen, the, <sighs> the thing is, is that people don't have to settle. But, they, but why not? If there's unlimited options and they're having a great time, exactly what you said before about like you don't want to put a label on things because you want to go out and have these experiences and don't want to limit yourself. Right. Like. It's the way that most people think that, oh, you're supposed to be coupled up by the time you're 50. But they all say they want to be in a relationship and they want to have kids and, and settle down. And then they're all doing this online dating where it's a well, different it's like, girl It's week. basically like asking, putting in front of someone a salad or McDonald's and then giving them the choice to choose which one they want. They know which and one they should have. They're both have. the same. They would not hurt your body and no calories in either of them. Right. So it's like the guy's always going to go for or the girl. The tastier the, thing. Listen, I like being in relationships, but... If I had the option to go out every single night and be with different men who I clicked with every single time, had a great time with, had wonderful experiences like with. It takes so much energy, though. Like, don't I you know. kind of get to a point where you're like, ugh, enough people. But maybe they're not at that point yet. That's the whole. The, if it's they were, they would no, do it. Honestly, it's been years. Are um, they frustrated with it? They, they haven't are, run they, out of the, the, the pills that they, what? <laughs> they, they But are they frustrated? Are they saying, oh, I don't want to do this anymore? No, I mean, they complain to me about it, and they still do it. So I, and I've set them up on, most of their girlfriends have been me setting them up with good girls that they're going to, you know, this, this is the best girl. It's going to be great for you. Well, yeah, but there was this one hot chick. She sent me a picture. She's on Mouse.com, and I'm just going. Are these guys all from Los Angeles? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So inherently, the problem. I think it is too. I mean, I just wrote a book. It's called Drinking and Dating, and it's kind of about my micro relationships that I never put the you know that I never gave the title to, and I'm you know I'm guilty of it too. As I I'm guilty of what they're doing, but I do want to meet the right one and when i do i'm gonna lock that down <laughs> yeah. well it's funny literally so i have yeah. this exercise that i have in one of my programs and i actually have a book for women coming out very soon called that's not how men work and i have the same exercise in there nice. and it's about discovering what your values are um because a lot of people you always think you want all these grand amazing things which are wonderful to want all those things but i think a lot of people forget to ask themselves like you know how do i see my life in the future what kind of partner do i want and how do i want to be loved And I don't think that people evaluate their dates from that point of view. I think they look, especially in Los Angeles and other big cities, they look for different things of what the other person could possibly give them or what attributes they have that are kind of fancy and sparkly. Um, And I think that when people become more knowledgeable about what they want and what their values are, then that's when they can really focus on achieving their goals. Because if these guys really want to have those things, but they're not focusing on their goal right now, they're never going to get to that spot. But do you, I'm wondering, do you feel like women, they, you know, when they they get out of college, they find their career, they they actually sit and they plan, they have a goal for what they want in love and life and this. Yeah. I, but, I, but I find that they all do. But that's not a good thing. But it's not a good thing. No. Right? I feel like it's it's over, it's the fairy tale, it's, it's not, it's no longer. No. I, I, did, feel, I did a boot camp recently and I had, I had 10 guys fly in from all over the United States uh, and then I had another female coach bring her females with for two hours so they could interact with each other and 
during the time of us interacting with each other, we all gave feedback on mock approaches. Like we would pair two of them together and see how they would actually pick each other up, give feedback. And it was very helpful for them. But there was one point where one woman said something like, oh, well, that wouldn't work because I'm looking for my soulmate. And every guy oh. in the room, including me, crossed their arms and leaned back right, right away. Body language. And I asked them afterwards, I'm like, what did that mean to you? And they said, it just means that she's commitment desperate and, and desperate. no, not commitment. It's not, it's like, it's like you want too much for me and you don't even know me. That's, right. you're putting the cart before the horse. It's like your goal is getting married and I'm just the one who might fit into that category. A lot of my girlfriends are in. doing that. And yeah, I call, I thought, I'm good. like, you guys are desperado. I go, you reek of desperation. Yeah. You can't talk about you're clock ticking. No. You wanting to get married. And my one of my girlfriends is a relationship jumper, but they're like fully she's fully in a relationship each week with whoever she's dating. And I said, Babe, you're scaring them away. I mean, yeah. you can't ask the questions you're asking them at this point. Oh, oh are the girls you, you're working with pretty? Uh, welcome to insecurity. I go, you can't do that. Oh, you the, you're the most beautiful, sexiest woman alive. But those are also like the just cliches. And to me, the person just comes across so uninteresting if those are the things that they're putting out there as their best face forward. Well, because they're panicking because this world that we're living in and told them at age 30, you're supposed to be married and, you know, two and a half kids and a picket fence. And that's not so anymore. We need to wait longer to get married. We need to figure out who we are first. Then once we're an individual, figure out who fits you know you and who you like and what works for you and it's not always going to be get engaged get married have kids it's not going to be the normal and i think it's just different now yeah and that's kind of boring to be honest like everybody in at los angeles gets married a lot later and i kind of love that like my husband was 39 when we got married so he He lived his life yeah he lived his life and like now he's ready to do things and he's experimented i you know i didn't give myself that much time i was still 29 so i was still young when i got married but still like all my friends back home in in toronto were like 23 24 yeah i was 28 but i mean i was i was all in at 23 i had no idea when i came out of my marriage at 36 who the fuck i was really so what did you do what did I do? Yeah, to find um, out who you were. I drank a lot and awesome. I cried a lot and I had two children. I have two children. They're 10 and 6 now. I they got me through it. If it wasn't for them, I would not be around right now. Really? I just it, it, I hit rock bottom. They saved my life and then so I nice. after a couple of years of feeling sorry for myself, drinking too much and taking antidepressants and feeling like I said just sorry for myself, I'm like it's time to man up. Figure out who you are as an individual. And the great thing about me now, although I have all sorts of trust issues we can talk about next time um, with men, is that I don't have that panic in me that my girlfriends have about getting the engagement right. ring, getting married, having the kids, because I did it all. Right. I'm done. Like I'm not having any more children. I'm not going to get married again. I want to spend my life with someone, but I'm not. I want the right partner. I'm not in any hurry to find just just the guy to fill the space. Yeah. But it sounds like you've also figured out how to be the right partner now. Yeah. I mean, it it took some time. (laughs) Yeah, but that's really good. But not, I'm not really that. Well, I know Art's telling us to wrap it up, but I, you know, I'm still, I'm a piece of work. Don't get me wrong. I'm everybody is, you know, we all have our issues and I'm trying to find that guy that's going to make me take the leap of faith and trust him. And I haven't found him yet. What would that be? I don't know. I think it would just be, love I guess that, that no, just wanting to believe in somebody so much that you're willing to trust them and give yourself to them and be vulnerable and show your vulnerable side because right. right now if someone pisses me off I'm like okay bye 
Yeah. Really? And, oh, yeah. I'm gangster. Yeah, because I, you don't need it. You mm-hmm. know where it leads, no. and it's a waste of time. I know. Really? If they just piss you off? Like, well, piss I mean, you if off? it's like, it's, it's a, uh, yes. Yeah, I mean, not just piss off, but I do hang up on, I have a little bit of temper. <laughs> um, but in a relationship, if they fuck more than once, I just, I do not have the time. Yeah, I am really? not like zero 25. Talent, like what, what would be a up that they would do? Uh, maybe going to Texas and not telling me you were going and say, oh, by the way, I'm on a plane to Texas on the couple's trip and didn't tell me about it and I'm not invited. And oh, that happens twice. Trip? A couple's trip. Without you? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, and that's just bizarre. happened to come up on Friday morning, even though we spent the night together mm-hmm. Thursday night. Yeah, you know what I mean? He was going yeah, as a single He was trip. already going anyway. He just never told me about it. He lied and said it came up last minute. Mm-hmm. When, when? Those he, things don't come up last yeah, minute. Yeah, no, he's yeah. such a planner, <laughs> that, Those too. are red flags. I'm Absolutely. like, okay, goodbye. Like, so, we, you know, it is what it is. Like, I, that adds to my trust issues. And I definitely our, want to have you on our show because I want to talk about this oh, more. I would love to. Yeah, because we actually haven't had somebody talk about cheating, and it's been a topic that's really fascinating for me. So I, I think you would be great <laughs> and you're so open about it that's the thing Ugh, i because i've had to do a lot of inner like self what, well, and outer you're... yeah i just it's it's been a, a long haul it's been yeah. five and a half years and i've gone from good to bad and now i you know i just i think i'm pretty self-aware and i know i see where my friends are making the mistakes everyone you know that they're hitting like age 30 they're all panicking and i'm just like you guys Come to me. Come to Mama Bear. I will help you. I'm like, give me that phone. I'm sending the text message for you. Not, you can't ask him, where are you? What are you doing? I'm like, you you have to keep the mystery and challenge alive. You do that with your girlfriends. Like for for guys that I work with, if they are over texters, I tell them to text me instead. So this one guy that I worked with, because he would, he would get dates and then he would like blow it because he was over text afterwards. So I told him, text me instead. He lives in England. I'm like, just text me instead. He's like, okay, I will. And then he felt bad about texting me. So every time that a girl would text him, he would actually throw his phone behind the couch (laughs) so that he would have to go dig and find it. And then by the time he got it, he could actually calm down and didn't have the same urge to do it. But that's what you have to do. Like, Go to your friends, yeah. freak out, and then be just give me wonderful. your phone. Give me your phone. You yeah. have to keep it keep a challenge, keep it interesting. Yeah. Don't be needy. It's and then not communicate. But don't use emoticons if you're in when you're just meeting someone. <laughs> no. Even if you're just my friend, stop using them. The <laughs> only emoticons that I will condone are the gun, the pill, okay. the the syringe, and the dentist chair. That's a Got lot. it. Thank I'm you. in. I'm mm-hmm. in with you. I've never seen any of those. Funny. Send what? me those. I will. Don't send me hearts, balloons, yes. and bubbles, and teddy yeah. bears. Be like I'm having that on my phone. You say like I'm having a great day and then put a picture of the gun and you're instantly cool right like, yeah oh, okay that's it's kind better. of not too happy like, <laughs> i just i yeah. hate them in general right now but i'm looking forward to those yeah. ones yeah <laughs> all right well this is brandy glambo unfiltered and art is making us quit i think we could talk all day about this yes um, well uh, you can listen to our yeah, podcast you guys come back i'm gonna download your podcast Definitely. and then i'll come talk to you guys and you guys can pick my brain awesome. That'd be we would love that so yeah <laughs> listen to the ask women podcast ask women at podcast one.com Go to Ask Women, download it, and then download Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download a brand new episode next Tuesday at podcastone.com. Watch your favorite shows anytime, anywhere with Hulu Plus. On your TV or on the go with your smartphones or tablet, shows like Family Guy, Once Upon a Time, New Girl, Scandal, and more. Right now, you can try Hulu Plus for free for two weeks when you go to HuluPlus.com slash Brandy. That's HuluPlus.com slash Brandy. Stay tuned for the latest AP News headlines from Podcast One right after this. AP Update.
I'm Tim McGuire. Pope Francis is in the heart of Mexico's drug trafficking region to say mass for cheering Mexican priests, nuns, and seminarians. AP's Nicole Winfield reports from Mexico City. He's celebrating mass for Mexican clergy and nuns, and he's expected to give words of encouragement as they try to minister to a people who have really been tormented by this gang warfare and violence related to the drug trade. Winfield adds that the Pope traveled to the city to show he is in sync with the local archbishop and cardinal, who has been active in bringing the church to the people. Francis's visit to Morelia is also a sign of a vote of confidence for the archbishop. Alberto Suarez Inda. Francis made him a cardinal last year, which is a strong signal of the respect that he has for him. In his homily, Francis urged the clergy to be inspired, to get out of their comfortable lives, and to fight injustice. AP Update, I'm Tim McGuire.